Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks Podcast, a podcast where two geeks talk about living in an adulting world and the world needs to deal with it. I'm Stephen Vargas. I'm Adam Riley. Welcome back, everybody. All right, so we're into the final portion of our program, and we've come to the infamous douchebags of the week section. Douchebaggery was being uh, actually, you know, there was more douchebags than news. Yeah, that was one of the hard parts <laughs> is trying to settle it down to actually deal with just three specific douchebags. Being douchey. <laughs> So, uh, I guess I'll go first with my, uh, with my douchebaggery. So, number three douchebag comes from, uh, the Shelby Star. It's a, uh, local paper out in, uh, North Carolina. Headline reads, Woman calls 911 over crack cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) So, you already know where this is going. So a uh, a Gaston County woman was jailed Thursday morning after repeated calls to 911 over a dispute with her husband over money for crack cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> Kimberly Potts Fortenberry, 44, 44 years old. Really? Uh, like, <laughs> how are you still alive being a crackhead? Like, usually those people die in their 20s. Yeah. <laughs> From Kings Mountain, repeatedly called 911 because her husband would not give her 40 bucks to buy crack cocaine, according to the, <laughs> according to a citation taken out by a Gaston County police officer, S.A. Davies. Wow. Call 911 because your husband won't give you money to buy crack. How amazing is that? <laughs> that is the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. 
Uh, now, uh, Fortenberry faces a mis- misuse of 911 charges and is held under a $500 bond. Uh, that's, that's great. And this, this happened on Thursday. So she had to, um, stay in jail, um, to at least through Thursday to give her time to sober up, according to the citation. <laughs> you don't sober up from crack. <laughs> you either are on crack or you want crack. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that's just hilarious. Uh, something for North Carolina to be proud of. Alright. There's a lot for North Carolina. <laughs> Alright, number two douchebag of the week. Douchebag. Is, comes from the Daily News Wire Service. A band arrested after blocking southbound 101 freeway to perform. Now, before before I begin this, if you live in Southern California, you don't block the freeway. <laughs> you don't block the 101. That's straight up. The 101 freeway is a major thoroughfare that actually takes you all the way from San Francisco down to I think it ends somewhere around uh I can't remember where it ends, but it turns into another freeway, I think. It's important. But it, it's a major thoroughfare, especially if you live in the valley and it takes you all the way to the city. Connect to everything. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, so, an apparent publicity stunt by a band snarled traffic on the southbound 101 freeway in Hollywood, leaving thousands of motorists stuck in a mile-long pileup. The driver of the large truck decorated with pictures of um, and the Name of the band turned the vehicle, turned the vehicle across several lanes of freeway near Sunset Boulevard shortly after 11 a.m. Now, if you've ever taken the 101 near Sunset, you don't, yeah. you don't like taking the 101 near Sunset. Pretty much feels like there is a, a friggin' band's van <laughs> blocking traffic all the time. Yeah, they block the entire freeway, leaving only one lane of traffic for people to go through douchebags as the traffic as traffic ground to a halt three members of the band climbed up on top of the trunk truck put up an american flag and began performing police arrived and the three were arrested another person took the keys to the truck and drove off in another vehicle (laughs) so now you kind of think of who's the bigger douchebag the guys that performed or the dude that took the keys and ran I think the dude who took the keys and ran is is a hero, <laughs> to be honest, because it makes the other guys look that much more bad. Like, did it say what time of day it was? Yeah, it was, ele- it was 11 in the morning. You know what? That's like the beginning of lunch. Really? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Like, I'm sorry, I'm trying to go to lunch so I can work for a living. What are you guys doing? <laughs> Douchebags. Being douchebags. That's yeah, what they're doing. Exactly. Uh, the police had, um, called in a tow truck to remove the truck. The truck was removed and the lanes were reopened shortly after noon. The band, Im- the Imperial Stars, are a self described, you know it's a nobody band when it's called self described, yeah, hardcore hip hop band from Orange County, according to, the, to its website. The group has a song called Traffic Jam 101. Hmm. Uh. Well, I'm a self-described emperor of the universe, so I feel <laughs> that, I mean, I remember when you were telling me about this, and I, I just want to make this perfectly clear. This is the kind of shit you have to deal with when you live in frickin' L.A. <laughs> yeah. I never heard of any, this level of douchebaggery until I moved here. This is ridiculous. <laughs> 
Like, you are that important <laughs> that you could stop lanes of traffic on one of the most busiest freeways in one of the most busiest <laughs> cities. Oh. oh, man. All right. And my number one douchebag of the week. I love this story. <laughs> Woman stabs classmate in anger management class. <laughs> that's 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 what you know she needed to be there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And this comes from the Seattle Times. A uh, 19-year-old Bellevue woman has been charged with second-degree assault after she allegedly slapped a classmate Saturday during an anger management class. Uh, Bellevue police say. Now, this is funny because her name is like Faraba Mara, Mara Diga or something like that. She's a terrorist. <laughs> <laughs> Blew up out of control, quotes. Blew up. <laughs> and stabbed a classmate's arm and shoulder several times after two, the two women exchanged words. <laughs> Fighting words. When <laughs> uh, <laughs> keeping it real. <laughs> Goes wrong. <laughs> Meridiga, who already has a who already has a pending assault charge. I'm not surprised. <laughs> really? That kind of <laughs> you're shaking people yeah. in anger management class. Told they uh, apparently she uh, uh, told the police that um, the other woman had threatened her first, according to the charge documents. And uh, one's a threat, one's an action. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she walked in the class on the Bellevue College campus where the court service agency rents space for the anger management class around 9 a.m. Saturday while a video on anger management was being shown, according to the charges. Uh, she started complaining about the movie and disrupted class. According to the documents, the victim told her the video was good and give it a chance. Well, apparently she didn't take too kindly to that. And sitting two rows behind the victim. They lunged at her. <laughs> Then stood up and started talking trash before pulling out a knife with a three-inch blade and stabbed the other woman. <laughs> the charges. Wow. The, um, the charges uh, say that uh, the chick then threatened to kill the victim's family. What the hell? <laughs> so she, she likes a movie. Yeah, and uh, she's being held on fifty thousand dollars bail in King County Jail and is scheduled to be arraigned on October twenty-fifth, which is coming up. Anger management ain't gonna help her now. <laughs> no, it would have been more. It would have been more badass if you're gonna do something like that. Have her like do it serenity style. Have her fall on a samurai sword. And go. This is a good death. Like that would be badass. But like seriously, how angry do you get because someone disagreed with? They agree with you? Like really? <laughs> oh my god. Uh, that's just that. I mean, that's just failed. You know, you need anger management when you're. Carrying a three-inch blade and ready sticking someone with it. Yeah, if you're in anger management class, you should probably know that you might not want to carry a knife with you because you might stab somebody. That's so, there's no second chances now. Yeah. Anger management is the second chance. <laughs> Let that be very well known. I love I love the article too, which was which made me laugh even more was um, seeing the uh, what was it quotation marks around. Blew up out of control. Blew up. <laughs> uh, also, uh, what was it? Uh, um, quotes under tra um, quotes around trash. They started talking trash. Yeah, it's make basically 
so the the person who's writing the article can feel current and in the know, but not you know make it look like they don't know what the hell they're talking about either in English wise. Awesome, I love when they do that too. Oh yeah. All right, so uh, to continue on with the douchebaggery, what do you got there, Sapien? My first douchebag of the week is Nomad. <laughs> ah! Anyway, um, my first douchebag of the week and scene. <laughs> yes. Now this 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 tickled me, right? Um, thieves in chicken and gorilla suits steal bicycle. <laughs> This article. <laughs> I saw this article too. <laughs> this article is coming from AOL News. Okay. A, a Long Island, New York teenager's bike was stolen by two gorillas and a chicken. <laughs> we can just stop right there. The, the, the Associated Press reports that the young man was riding along Route 25A early Monday afternoon. When three people dressed in animal costumes approached them. <laughs> Suffolk. Suffolk County Police confirmed that one of the ape-suited crooks slugged the kid in the head, <laughs> knocking him off the bike. <laughs> the chicken bandit... <laughs> yeah! The chicken bandit rode off on the bike. Then rode off on the bike, sorry. While the two apes ran away. The teenager suffered minor injuries and was treated and released from a local hospital. Detectives are currently on the hunt for the animal-human fugitives. How cool is that as a story to go to school with? Dude, I got socked in the head by an ape and a chicken rode off with my father. I don't understand. It's these people. Okay. Dressing up in in costumes to rob something is nothing new. I mean, we, we were just talking about that Darth Vader trying to rob a convenience store. Right. Um, but was your goal to dress up in these elaborate costumes to steal a bicycle? Because then you're awesome. <laughs> Seriously. And not to mention, you know they just did it just to do it. There's three people. They stole one bicycle. Now, I wasn't very good at math in high school, but I'm pretty sure that if all three of those dudes in the costume got on that one bike, that would have been Kodak. That would have been awesome. I remember when I read that story, I saw, I just, I read that, that first line, and that just, like, sent me over. I was like, that is just awesome. So basically, really, there's not much to say. Just close your eyes and imagine three people, one in a chicken suit. Two in a gorilla suit. Separate gorilla suits. Unless you want to, hey, <laughs> you do it your own, your own business. Stealing a bicycle from a teenager. Envision that. <laughs> now, if you're in a car driving, try not to, because you're going to fucking crash, because that shit is funny. <laughs> right? Moving, moving right along to something still funny, but on a different level. Um, I'm sure we all know Bill O'Reilly, very outspoken on... Uh, the Fox News Network, which is really relevant news network, I guess. Um, Fox Fox News host Bill O'Reilly said Thursday night that he's not in the business of sugarcoating harsh reality. Now, to be <laughs> to be very specific, he was on the View, which is basically a group of yentas that <laughs> discuss whatever the hell tickles them. And I have no um, idea why that show's still on. 
because uh, there's a lot of yentas in the world that want to listen to it. Uh. So he goes on the show, <laughs> and they're talking about – I think they were talking about the mosque. Yeah, the mosque. Um, oh, in New York, yeah. That they want to build on the um, Twin Tower site, or it's close to the Twin – Ground Zero, whatever. Two blocks from Ground Zero. There you go. I'm sorry. Um, we're not even going to get into that right now. We're <laughs> just going to stick with this. Um, he said in – Quote, Muslims killed us on 9-11, end quote. (laughs) (laughs) So, I mean, we all knew that he was pretty much a bigot anyway when it comes to things that aren't his opinion. I mean, he's very, he's very, you know, he did this a long time ago to Richard Dawkins was on his show um, who had an opposing viewpoint about a religious thing and he basically called him an idiot. So, I mean, (laughs) um, now... Whoopi Goldberg and uh, who's the other who's the other broad? Joy Behar. Yeah, Joy Behar. They both walked off the stage. Very dramatic, you know. So then, Whoopi Goldberg says, um, "You mean extremists?" Now there's the chance to correct yourself, to check yourself before, before you wreck you yourself. Because <laughs> he wrecked himself. <laughs> now he said. He said no. <laughs> he said no. <laughs> so then, of course, towards the end of the show, he says he meant um, like Muslim terrorists or whatever. Listen, basically, he's a douchebag <laughs> because you can't say that all Muslims destroyed, um, destroyed, killed us on 9 11. First of all, such a stupid statement. Killed us on 9-11. I'm not dead. <laughs> you might want to be a little more specific. Um, he did go on to say, because he has his own show, did go on to say that um, he's not going to sugarcoat. And he he meant it. I'm just frustrated looking at his face. <laughs> that I'm losing focus on what I'm doing. You know, I've, you know my issue with, with with that is, yeah, I agree. One of the thing, and I saw the video of the argument, and you know what? It was basically like any pundits talking. They're shouting over each other. Right. Uh, Bill O'Reilly had said, "Yeah, you know, Muslims killed us on 9/11," and then Whoopi was sitting there saying, "Extremists, extremists," and he emphatically um, reaffirmed that it was Muslims that killed us. And 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 Whoopi got up, and then Joy Behar got up, and they both left. Well, the reason why I look at this and I think, wow, this is just completely wrong because neither one of them, Bill O'Reilly or The View, is a new show. It's very opinionated, much like this podcast is. Um, but, uh, you know, it's just one of those where it's like, I, and, and it was plastered everywhere. Every news organization had it. And it was like, why is this news? These women are annoying as hell. I watched them. I watched the end of it one time last week only because I was waiting for the news to actually come on. And they had Patrick Stewart on there. And you know how, if you've ever seen Patrick Stewart, he's very calm. He's very, you know, very cool about everything. He looked a little uncomfortable being there. (laughs) And it was one of those things where you're just kind of like, really? I mean, you couldn't have gone to another program to promote your Broadway show 
And it's just, it's, I, I, he's, I don't know. It's just, <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, I've sometimes, you know, and I understand his, his show's opinionated. If anybody ever calls it news, they're just fooling themselves. And it's the same thing with The View. The View, it, it, to have them walk off. And I've seen Whoopi on his show. I give Whoopi credit because she goes and goes head to head with him on his show. Yep. Um, so I kind of, I, I, I didn't really see the point of her walking off, but, I found the quote that I lost. Um, okay, so when he went back on his show to explain himself in his eloquent way, um, he was quoted to say, No one I know, no one wants to insult Muslims. Honestly, to break quote real quick, I'm fairly sure he has a few friends that uh, <laughs> want to insult Muslims. Um, to nobody, go on. Nobody wants to sound per- uh, perfectly um, racist. Right. To go on, he says, but almost everybody I know is tired of the political correctness surrounding the 9-11 attacks. The truth is that if moderate Muslims all over the world would stand with Americans against radical Islam, the terrorists couldn't exist. But obviously that that is not going to happen. Now, I understand his point. I'm not retarded. <laughs> I get what he's trying to say. Moving on. I don't even want to talk about this. this bullshit. Bullshit. Chicken, chicken suit and gorilla suits. That, that was, was funny. funny. Um, <laughs> so, moving on to another serious topic. Obama administration blasts states, uh, pot measures, state being California. So this is your douchebag of the week? This is my douchebag of the week. My douchebag of the week is the Obama administration, which is kind of funny but- because I was, I was kind of patting him on the back for that, uh, homosexual comedy. <laughs> this is from the San Francisco Chronicle. You take um, the good, you take the bad, and there you have the ugly. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so the Obama administration has denounced Proposition 19, um, which would legalize personal use of marijuana in California, and promises to vigorously enforce the federal ban on processing, growing, or selling the drug if voters approve the ballot measure November 2nd. So this pledge came Thursday from uh, Attorney General Eric Holder, who oversees the government's anti-narcotics operations. Prop 19 would greatly, this is quote, greatly complicate federal drug enforcement efforts to the detriment of our nation, he said in the letter to former chiefs, blah, blah, blah. Yes, because smoking pot is a security risk. It is a security risk because you do know that when you smoke pot, you get superpowers and you can break into shit. <laughs> Listen, there's a couple of reasons why I don't like this and why it's the douchebag of the week. Um, one, I'm so sick and tired of this this weed. It's like reefer madness all over again, right? Like weed is the worst substance on the planet. Now, yes, illegal drugs are coming in through Mexico. Okay, I'm not, I didn't say from Mexico. So I don't want anyone to give me a, a message. Freaking bullshit. Are they coming through Mexico? Is it a problem? Of course it is. Does it breed crime and violence and all that nasty stuff that we hear, you know, before we go to bed at night? Yes, it, it gives all that. Legalized marijuana? Guess what? The biggest drug that comes through Mexico isn't going to be coming through Mexico anymore to California. Second, most people wouldn't do weed or would do weed. Really? <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't smoke weed. A lot a large a large percentage of people, especially teens, wouldn't smoke weed if it was legal. 
for them to do it. it in the beginning, it'd be like, dude, I can do this. And then after a bit, it'd be like, yeah, so. Mm-hmm. So my grandmother's doing it in our front yard. <laughs> right. Um, Another point is this whole, you know, it's going to be such a bad thing for it to be legalized. Uh, It's legal in other areas of this, of this planet. And, there, I mean, we were talking Amsterdam, Amsterdam. right? Amsterdam, which yeah. is always the vacation choice of which the Copathead. Yeah, which I'm... Um, I confirmed our booking for for our next trip to Amsterdam. Yeah. Um, <laughs> now, it, it just proves his point because Amsterdam is the most violent, corrupt country or place in the entire freaking world, yeah, right? I mean, all the wars have been started by Amsterdam. Yeah. I mean, they just used Germany as a scapegoat for World War II. Absolutely. <laughs> Amsterdam. It's stupid. Now, the biggest, and this is the main reason that this is the douchebag of the week and not just a douchebag. If voters approve the ballot measure November 2nd. So basically, you're so blatantly telling us that voting means nothing. That what the American people want for their country means dick. Because you're so friggin' important and smart that you have to tell us what to do. Now, this is why people keep saying socialism over and over and over again because of shit like this. The American people make a choice. That's supposed to be the end of the conversation. But no, we can't do it that way, right? We have the attorney general and whoever's pulling his fucking strings saying that, no, it doesn't matter because if it's legal here, we're, we're just going to enforce it anyway. Fuck you. Enforce it like what now? Or I see people smoke a weed like every day? Stop <laughs> <laughs> enforcing it. You know what I mean? It's just so ridiculous. Douchebag of the week. Obama administration. But not that homosexual comment that he made um, earlier. That was cool. Weird dichotomy there. Join us for the last few months of Larry King Live. For those last few shows, Larry is pulling out all the stops. This is Larry King. Join me when I bring some of my close and personal friends, Dr. Martin Luther King, Thurgood Marshall, and the King himself, Elvis Presley. Uh, Larry, they're dead. What? They're not dead. I had lunch with Elvis last night. Uh, really? Watch when I interview the sexpot Barbarella herself, Jane Fonda. Larry, she's like a hundred. And all three adorable kids from different strokes. Ah, too soon. It's gonna be one hell of a send-off. So watch the Crypt Keeper, um, I mean Larry King, before his final goodbye. You keep watching. And I might tell you what I do every Thanksgiving with the cranberry sauce. Watch Larry King Nightly on CNN or whenever your dementia kicks in. This is Jack Jackson, and I approve this message. Wait, I think I approve it. (laughs) Yeah, I approve it. Jack Jackson. Strong, powerful, a hit with the ladies, and incredibly well-endowed. Yeah, I definitely approve this one. Men want him, and ladies want to be like him. Wait, what? If you're not like Jack Jackson, you should simply kill yourself. Hey, now. Seriously, if you're not as handsome, confident, or strapping as Jack Jackson is, go ahead. Kill yourself. Okay, this might be getting a little bit out of control. Just pick up a gun and put it to your head. Doesn't even have to be a gun could be a sharp object. Dude! Scissors will work. Just place it over your heart and give one giant stab. You made your point. If Jack Jackson loses tomorrow, it'll be because of you. And why would you want to live in a world that doesn't have Jack Jackson running it? Oh my god, really? Paid for by Jack Jackson's committee to run this bitch. Who the hell writes this shit?
welcome back, everyone. Ooh. <laughs> we've reached the, uh, <laughs> we've reached the Kanye West portion of the show, otherwise known as the douchebag list. Ah, it's true. <laughs> if you're listening to us for the first time, one, where have you been? And two, this is the portion <laughs> of the show where, uh, we're just that cool. Yeah, we're that cool. Uh, two, uh, this is the portion of the show where Sapien and I select our own top three douchebags of the week. So I'll start. So right here I got from the, uh, the star. The newspaper of Cleveland County, North Carolina, which always has some of the douchiest people on the planet. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, but they do. Uh, <laughs> the headline of this one is Domino's employees seen washing pizza oven parts in car wash. <laughs> uh, two Domino's, oh. em- two Domino's employees were spart- spotted, <laughs> spotted, spotted washing parts of a pizza oven at a Gastonia car wash. On Tuesday, the site outraged a Channel 9 viewer. Uh, my wife and I were absolutely disgusted, said the viewer who sent uh, their WSOC-TV Channel 9 photos he snapped at the car wash. Uh, there could have been, been roadkill or insects or antifreeze on that ground. People at the car wash on, t- on Thursday echoed this indignation when they saw the photos. It's not right, Pamela White said. Um, I know where I won't be getting food for a while. Uh, for a while. Yeah, for a while. <laughs> yeah, until, until the memory slips from their mind. Yeah. That's unbelievable. There's something missing in their training, I would think. Well, Tom, Tim McIntyre, the vice president of communication for Domino's, agreed, saying that the manager of the new Hope Road store made an error in judgment. Gee, you think? <laughs> When he sent the employees to the car wash, the company typically hires a crew to clean the oven components at the store. This is not part of our company standard policy for cleaning oven equipment. The only thing we expect to be cleaned in a car wash is, well, a car, McIntyre told in an, said in an email to Channel 9. Didn't even call him on the phone. He sent them an email. Ah. <laughs> Uh, Doc Thompson, the environmental health supervisor for Gaston County's health department, had a different reaction to the photos. He said employees' actions posed no problem or hazards to consumers because the oven rack was placed on the ground, because the oven rack that was placed on the ground doesn't actually touch pizzas. Instead, pizzas are placed in a pan and then placed on the rack, he said, adding that the heat used to bake the food is hot enough to kill bacteria. Uh, so it doesn't pose a threat for foodborne viruses, Thompson said. It doesn't matter. It's just so stupid to do that. Yeah. You want to hear the dick part about this? Channel what? 9 asked Domino's, what if anything happened to the employees in the photo? The company's only response was, you have our statement. Ah. <laughs> Face, man. What the? That's epic. That was. People are dumb. I was like, wow, really? That's just, it's so stupid because you'd say, oh, it's because they're lazy, but people come and clean them. It's like they don't even have to do it. I know. It's, so what is the issue? I have no idea because you look at that, you're just thinking, what in the hell? I think it's because our podcast is so popular now. It's like, let's try to make the douchebag of the week. That's what it is. <laughs> we want to hear ourselves on a podcast. <laughs> All right. So this next one comes from uh, uh, apnews.myway.com. Uh, Montana police, uh, man calls cab 
to make robbery get away. So in Missoula, Montana, police say a Montana, uh, police in Montana <laughs> say a man robbed a bank, then called a taxi to make his getaway, <laughs> tipping the driver $5 just before squad cars surrounded the cab. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's kind of badass. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to rob this bank right quick. I'm going to hit the taxi. Oh my God. Taxi driver James Anderson told the Missoulin the man was acting strangely when he picked him up at at a Missoula coffee shop. He said the man first asked him to take him to the University of Montana campus, but uh, couldn't give Anderson a specific location. The man then asked to be taken to a hotel, but not before stopping to buy cigarettes. <laughs> I just robbed the bank. I'm taking a taxi away. I'm gonna stop for some smokes. Real exactly. Quick. We'll go to a hotel. Well, wait a minute. We gotta stop and get some get get some smokes first. So you're trying to romance the taxi driver. Seriously, dude. The cab fare was seven dollars and fifty cents, and Anderson said the man tipped him five bucks as they arrived at the hotel. The uh, yeah. officer then pulled <laughs> officers then pulled up and surrounded the taxi with guns drawn. Wait a minute, he just robbed a bank and he only tips five? I know, that's kind of a... Throw a, throw a Benjamin on it, dude, you know? <laughs> uh, at least. At least, yeah, I know. It's like, going, you know what, here's a Finsky. Go ahead and uh, get yourself <laughs> something nice. <laughs> Police allege the man earlier entered a downtown bank, told a teller he had a weapon and demanded money. No one was injured. Charges had not yet been filed and the man's name wasn't released. Wait a minute, earlier that day he robbed a bank and the driver picked him up from a coffee shop? So he's so he stopped some too. food first. Dude, dude, this guy was laid back. <laughs> this dude is should be your epic person of the week. <laughs> this dude is ultra. Ch- if he hadn't have gotten caught, that's a badass. Yeah. Right? <laughs> but he got only because he got caught. Yeah, he got caught in a taxi. I mean, yeah. it's like, dude, you're gonna rob a bank? What was it? A spur of the moment thing? He probably took the he probably took the cops out to a show or something <laughs> like ultra chill. I mean, it's like you know, you think about it, you're thinking, well, wait a minute, um. I don't know. Am I going to rob a bank today? Uh, eh, well, how am I going to get out of here? I'll just call cab. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's the first one. It's better than the ones that... See, this is better than the ones that normally get caught that try to wait for the bus. <laughs> 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 Those ones are always fun. All right. So this next story is my number one douchebag of the week. Now, the reason it's my number one <laughs> douchebag of the week is because there's more than one douchebag in this whole scenario. So double douchebagness. <laughs> uh, this is from uh, WFTV, and uh, it's a uh, it's a local uh, news affiliate out in Florida because we we try to expand our horizons here. Ooh. Yeah, um, cops salad dressing used by teen to in store holdup. <laughs> that just makes me. I don't even know how that works. <laughs> I know. Well, according to this, uh, Deland, Florida, a Deland High School student is facing robbery charges after allegedly holding up a convenience store armed with a bottle of salad dressing. Police said 16-year-old Larry Franklin struck one convenience store in South on South Woodland Boulevard before using his so-called weapon at another store on Florida Avenue in Deland, Florida on Friday. Surveillance video shows the teen walking behind the counter of the Friendly Way convenience store on South Florida Avenue and pointed the bottle of salad dressing at the store clerk. 
according to the police, when one of the clerks pulled out a gun, the teen quickly walked out from behind the counter. Uh, That's like a crocodile Dundee. That's not a knife. This is a knife. Uh, Police say the teen had already struck another store on South Wilden Boulevard earlier Friday and actually gotten away with some cash. Police say Franklin told them that he planned to use the stolen money to buy jewelry and drugs. Now, jewelry and drugs. drugs. Yeah. Um, one of the, the problems I have with the story is that he got away with it earlier. Maybe the guy that he got away with was like, no, not trans fats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was some, he nut. was a health nut. Like, no, no, not like that. Uh, it'll, it'll increase my body mass index. <laughs> I mean, who? this is where the multiple douchebags come in because, okay, first of all, who you have to be on drugs to assume that a bottle of salad dressing would be imposing? Yeah. <laughs> well, is it a family size? Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even make those bottles out of glass anymore. They're, they're like plastic. plastic and my favorite, though, is the dude that comes back with the gun. <laughs> He's like, mother. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. But it's just, it's, it's, you know, it's like, where do you think like, oh, well, you you think about the guy in the first robbery thinking, oh, well, the boss said if I ever get robbed, just give him the money. It's salad dressing. You could take one of those Slim Jims you have from behind the counter and start beating the crap out of him. He just doesn't even care. He's like, oh, yeah, take it, dude. Oh, my God. I don't even, I'm not even supposed to be here today. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, well, those are, those are my douchebags of the week. Uh, Sapien, what, what are yours? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> my first one involved a teenager in an airport, a 19 year old man, <laughs> whom police in BC, which is, uh, what is it again? <laughs> British Columbia. Columbia. This is in Canada, friends. Uh, described as sobriety deprived, which I guess is what they call drunk people in Canada. Sobriety deprived. <laughs> Maybe the person who was just doing the interview is, a, is an idiot. A douchebag himself. <laughs> Climbed over a 10 foot high chain link fence topped with barbed wire to find himself on the tarmac of an airport runway Sunday morning. The man was found sitting in an airline-owned van on the tarmac of a Kelowna, if I pronounce it wrong, sorry, Canada, International Airport. It's Canada. They don't have uh, internet up there yet. There's no need for that. There's no need for that. <laughs> William Shatner came from Canada, dude. There's no need for that. All right, anyway. I don't want to piss off our neighbors. Let's start a war, dude. <laughs> I saw an episode of South Park. It ain't funny. All right, um... Quoted an airport an, an airport employee who found the sobriety deprived man <laughs> enlisted the help of the airport fire crew who kept the belligerent suspect in the van until police arrived. Police said <laughs> the man is charged with mischief. That was funny. In America, you're charged with criminal mischief. This right. one's just charged for mischief. mischief. <laughs> you're being very mis- mischievous today. <laughs> Theft and trespassing. He was released on a Promise to appear in court on November 29th. You're, you could be released on a promise? Wow. Canada? Like, Canada is the shit. <laughs> like, no, no, no. I promise I'll come to court. Okay, you crazy kid. <laughs> in America, they would already be halfway through the beating. <laughs> well, anyway, it's a douchebag because I, I, 
even with this aqua, I don't understand what. I don't care how sobriety deprived you are. You just climbed over a ten foot <laughs> freaking chain link fence with barbed wire on top of it. You had a mission, my friend. <laughs> what was the mission? All right, moving moving right along. This <laughs> next one. It's just an idiot. Um, if you go to CNN, you can probably find it. You can see a picture or video and all that. Tattoo lover inks his eyeballs. Oh, uh, yeah. Where does a tattoo enthusiast? Oh, this is on AOL News. I always forget to do this. <laughs> and um, the last one was on C News, which um, is like Canadian news. Yeah. Anyway, moving on. So, what does a tattoo enthusiast look? Where does a tattoo enthusiast <laughs> look when he runs out of skin? For Matt Gone, the answer was obvious. His name's Matt Gone, which kind of yeah, looks yeah. a little gone. I think gone, it kind of explains it all perfectly. Yeah. Gone, who estimates he has covered more than 98% of his body with ink, recently tattooed his own eyeballs. So not only did he get it, but he did it himself. <laughs> I never really knew this is a quote i never really knew how far i would ever go and tattooing my eyes is about as far as you can go he told fox 12 of course fox is <laughs> all over this the portland oregon resident that makes sense too like no offense i'm just gonna i'm just gonna say that and leave it like that portland oregon resident <laughs> started getting tattoos about 20 years ago to mask birth defects that left him with some undeveloped muscles so that's cool that's a legit reason to do it since then, he's adorned his body with elaborate images and a unique checkerboard design. By the way, this dude's tattooed head to toe. Like, he's, he's big, he's pretty much bicked his head. There's no hair. And he's got a checkerboard all over his face and head. Like, you can play chess on this dude's but head. But at one point, do you sit there and go, hmm, my eye? <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Let's see if we can find out what the point was. But his latest tattoos are certainly his most eye-catching. Oh. <laughs> Way to go, AOL News. <laughs> AOL News, always with the uh, the hard-hitting. Well, I, you know? I just peed a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Quoted, I pick different colors because I like mu- mutations. <laughs> what? I pick different colors because I like mutations because I have birth defects. He is a birth defect. (laughs) Injected blue skin into his... Blue ink, I'm sorry. Blue ink into his left eye and blue and green ink into his right eye. Is he (laughs) Napoleon? I don't know, but I'm not... I mean, if he had birth defects, that's fine. I'm not making fun of that. But that's your only... Your only way is to cause more attention to yourself? It doesn't make any sense to me. Uh... I guess uh, I guess it's in some way his way of having control because having yeah. a birth defect you don't have control why people at least says I did this I'm I look like a complete fag but I did this so now people can look at me because I did this to myself yeah. and then you, then you become truly sad yeah then you become a douchebag of the week <laughs> um, doctors say they don't like the looks of eye tattoos <laughs> you don't need a doctor to tell you that. <laughs> Arguing they can lead to infection that could cause blindness or even the loss of an eye. Gone isn't the first person to get an eye tattoo, sadly. Yeah, I'm not sp- and he says he carefully patch tested before doing the deed. I don't, I don't want to know. Yeah. Look, look it up. Patch <laughs> test is quoted. Though he's proud of his work, he doesn't want to see an others duplicate it. 
Don't worry, dude. I don't think anybody's going to be jumping on that band. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm glad I tattooed my eyes. I got lucky, but it's your risk, and I'm not going to help you, he said. What a douche. I know. Yeah, you don't even be a dick about it. I did this for me. This is my project, my body. <laughs> <laughs> I added a yeah. I was going to say, really? They smelled it out in there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, my douchebag of the decade. Douchebag of the week. Doesn't have a fucking article for me to read. My douchebag of the week is George Lucas because he's a money grubbing whore. How do you seriously? How do you really? No, I'm telling you right now. I really feel this ridiculous with the 3D thing. Which first the Star Wars. I mean, if he did this the 3D, the Star Wars, the the latest ones, I really wouldn't mind because nobody really cares. But um, to the the original ones, they want to put that in 3D. Well, now you now you know. I mean, any movie that he's had any connection with Willow. That'll, Howard the that'll, Duck. <laughs> Howard the Duck in 3D. I would go see that. That would be a midnight showing. That beak sticking out at you. <laughs> yeah, that would be a midnight showing. Hey, when uh, Leah Thompson was crawling up on that bed, I wouldn't mind seeing that in 3D. <laughs> I want to throw that out. Um, yeah, Willow. Willow was a badass movie. That was a badass movie. Val Kilmer like, back in the day. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, we're going off track of how he's a failure. I don't like George Lucas because he's obviously just trying to grub money. 3D has its applications, but it doesn't need to be added to every freaking movie that's ever been created. I, what, what are we going to see, dude? What, what are we going to see? Are we, are we going to see silent films in 3D now? Is that what we're going to start seeing? Cocoon in 3D. <laughs> Cocoon in 3D. Right? <laughs> I mean, it, to be, yeah, you know, I've, I've, I've made my voice well known about 3D and just th- th- that whole, it's like post conversion doesn't work. You know, they've tried that in certain movies, and it just doesn't work. There's no need for it. Cheech and Chong's up in smoke. That would actually be pretty funny. In 3D. That actually would be kind of funny. <laughs> but Look, uh, look 3, 3D's cool for some things, but not for epic. I mean, leave them alone. Yeah. Now they're doing the Indiana Jones movies. The only time 3D's going to be cool in the Indiana Jones movies is when you're running away from that freaking boulder that's rolling after him. <laughs> that's only because it's going to look like he's tripping over your dumb ass. <laughs> Other than that, <laughs> it's not cool. But that's my that's my fail of the that's my douchebag of yeah the, I, I I agree with you with that douchebag fuck him <laughs> thanks for tuning in we have no ads so we can be editorially independent and we can only do that with your support so if you'd like to donate to make this podcast and all the other shows on the Lazy Geeks Network self sustaining. You can go to thelazygeeks.com and click on that donate button. If you can't help us out monetarily, you <laughs> can share the show with your friends. Rate the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you can. This will give us bigger exposure. All of this helps. Trust me. Never trust somebody who says, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> and you can check out all the other shows on the Lazy Geeks Network, The Away Team, which is our Star Trek-centric podcast. We recap each episode of Trek in canonical order with a bit of a twist. And you can find it pretty much wherever you found this one if you want to be a part of the show hit us up with comments questions or ideas for future episodes catch us on social media facebook twitter and instagram all under at the lazy geeks or email us the mailbag at the i'm steven vargas i'm adam riley and we're thinking so you don't have to Boo-boo.